Hey everyone, Joe here. Now, if you're listening to this show, I can probably safely assume that you are an SNES aficionado, and that's great, but some of you might have owned a PC during those heady days of the early 90s, and if you did, you might even have played some games on them, and if you did that, you might enjoy my podcast, The Upper Memory Block. In every episode, we go deep into a game or game series and talk about things like the story, the gameplay, and technical specs, but more importantly, we dive deep into the development of the games, what makes them special, and whether or not they still hold up today. So if all of that sounds interesting, come check out the Upper Memory Block podcast at umbcast.com. Thanks for your time, and now I'm proud to introduce the SNES podcast. Everybody, this is Greg, uh, one of your regular hosts of the Super NES Podcast, joined by my other regular host, George. Mmm, tasty pixels. Well, you're not doing anything with eating the lemons, unfortunately, uh, uh, um, uh, because I have no idea how they taste. Probably not good. <laughs> the green part is the best. Um, but uh, well, they're they're all they're all kind of green, actually. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, they're. They're not. Their hair is green. The hair is green. Uh, s- some of the uh, some of the ports. Uh, this game kind of looks greenish, but you know, depending upon because the, because this is an old game, the resolution the resolution the resolution is not that good anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, we're talking about in this episode Lemmings, episode number ninety nine. We're almost there, like the big oh, one hundred. Jeez. So, but uh, yes, this was a Patreon's Patreon demanded game. Uh, by Superbacker Chad. So thank you again, Chad, for your support. Of the- I'd like to say it's a Patreon request, not a demand. Well, uh, it's just like, uh, um, you know. <laughs> I demand okay. you to play this game, Greg. <laughs> Didn't actually mind playing it because I'd been a long time, a long time since I picked this game up. Um, I never played this game before, really? so yes. That's that, that's a surprise. Like, I mean, how long the franchise, the franchise has been around and how popular it's been, so... But it's not that I haven't known about Lemmings, mm-hmm. it's just that I've never honestly played it. I played at a friend's house uh, back when it first came out, like the PC, the uh, PC like in the early 90s. Never actually owned the game myself because I suck at puzzle games, but um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, fun game. Uh, something to come back to. Uh, Lemmings originally came out for the Amiga in 1991. It was developed by, uh, it was developed by a small company called DMA Design uh, and published by Psygnosis. Um, Please tell me what DMA Design is doing right now, Greg. I, I, I was going to get to that. DMA Design's probably it's probably better known today by some sort of a company name that you may have heard of DMA Design, but I can almost guarantee you've heard of the company that they're known as now. <laughs> uh, DMA Design got their uh, yo DMA Design real quick got their start in Brit- uh, 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 yo got their start in Britain in 1994 uh, uh, by my three friends. Uh, they were um, <clears throat> the company. The company. The company was originally. Well, the company was originally. Well, the company. The company was originally like known as a. Um, uh, the, <clears throat> sorry, the, uh, the company. The company was. The company was originally like known as like Acme. Um, and, and then they like renamed themselves uh, like a few years in uh, in 1987. Uh, three years after. Three years after they founded. Like founded the Design. 
Uh, they were primarily known for uh, uh, so they were primarily known they were primarily known for like doing shooters, uh, like on the Amiga, Atari ST, and the Commodore, the Commodore, the, the, the Commodore 64. Some of which are included in Lemmings as I guess hidden bonus levels. I'm not sure if you ever got to do any of those, George, but. I have not. Yeah, they do homage to some. I actually early. did not know yeah. that. Uh, there, yeah, there's four. There's four homage stages that that there. Uh, uh, um, uh, some of the earlier shooter games, uh, uh, like in Lemmings. So, but then, and then with Lemmings, they Lemmings they took their Lemmings they the Lemmings they struck out they struck out they struck out like new direction, started doing like a whole bunch of platformers, uh, like whatnot, um, until they came out with a few years later. Uh, the original game, the original game, very different game by today's standards, but standards, but still the start of a franchise. Uh, they created the very first Grand Theft Auto game, uh, which did very well. So the company, so after that, the company bounced around. Uh, the company bounced around to, to a couple of hands. Uh, like, and then they got uh, acquired by Take Two Interactive in 2001, so I um, and got renamed again to Rockstar Games North. So, which is which are known as uh, these days because Rockstar already existed at that point they were just like brought into the Rockstar umbrella uh, but Rockstar but Rockstar North is part, uh, 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 like is the group responsible for most of for most of uh, Rockstar's like biggest your biggest successes like Red Dead Redemption and Grand Theft Auto like 4 and 5 so yeah they're doing pretty well for themselves these days are you sure about that? yep are you, are you sure they're uh, they're making a lot of money off of uh Twelve-year-olds uh, buying shark cards for GTA Online on Grand Theft Auto Five. Well, they're not directly. I bet you a the bunch of you is. don't even know what I just said. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, there- there's microtransactions in Grand Theft Auto Five, people. Uh, yeah, I knew that, but um, I heard they're not as egregious in that game though as some other games, which we won't talk about here at this point because we can very easily get sidetracked on that, can't we? <laughs> oh, you want to talk about sidetracks? We had a really crazy episode of Master System Masterpieces. Oh, I'm looking forward to hearing that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Psygnosis was a pretty large, large, large European publisher uh, publisher of games uh, games back then during the 80s and 90s. Um, uh, uh, they were also uh, they were also founded like DMA Design back in 1984. Um, and they published, uh, I think they published numerous games. Uh, looking at their watch, uh, besides Lemming series, their their Lemming series, they're also probably best known for the Formula One series of racing games, uh, and the Colony War series, like the PlayStation. Remember those games? Yes, I actually own Colony Wars. I have not played it yet. Yeah, it's though. pretty good, actually. I, I think the sequel's better, but you know, Colony Wars is like a pretty like, fun game. You know, Formula Formula One's been around for a while. When are they gonna make Formula Two? <laughs> Uh, there's no joke. <laughs> uh, so, um, Psygnosis, uh, uh, so Psygnosis was eventually bought out by Sony, and Sony closed them in 2012. Oh, yeah! That's right! I forgot about that! So, and, uh, and, uh, and I don't know exactly why, I couldn't find an exact reason for it, but the, but, so... But the Lemming franchise is not owned by Take Two Interactive. The Lemming franchise these days like, is owned by Sony. Uh, I think probably because of part of the, um, I suspect I, um, like I said, I couldn't find it for sure, but I suspect the reason for that is probably because the publisher agreement way back when gave the rights of the series to the publisher, right? the publisher, like not the developer, which happens sometimes, uh, like most cases. So I was just about to say yeah. that because they were the developer if they were taken over then. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's why there was a lot of trading with, um, Crash Bandicoot. Mm, yeah. Because like, oh, it was just, uh, too much to go into the history yeah. there, but eventually, like, like Vivendi had it, and then this company had it, and this and that, and oh, geez. So yeah. So yeah. Um, so I saw one claim online that Lemmings may be the most ported game in history. I don't know about that, but certainly. Really? Uh, yeah. I would have thought like Doom or something. Well, I, I really don't know about that, but but say this game got ported a lot would not be. Um, that would not be a lie. No. Uh, Back then, I'm not talking about like modern modern remakes. I'm talking about back then, how many? Yeah, like back, right. like, which is yeah. crazy. So how many? Like how how a game got around? Yeah. So how many ports do you think actually like officially officially existed this uh, game, George? I'm gonna say at least ten. Uh, higher. 
Yeah, I thought it's so. probably easier to say which system to support. Uh, it's probably easier. To, yeah, right. Yeah, it's probably easier to say. How like, about twenty? Very close, twenty-one. All right. Uh, this came out on besides Super NES. Uh, it also came out on the NES, the CDI, the Game Gear, Genesis, Sega Master System, PC, Amiga, Turbo CD, Commodore 64, Lynx, um, uh, PlayStation Vita, Atari ST, Macintosh, uh, the Sinclair, the Sharp, uh, the Sharp X68000, the FM Towns, the Armstead CBC, the 3DO, the Game Boy, the Amiga, the Game Boy, and the Amiga, you and the Amiga CD3, 232. Uh, and more recently, there was also and more recently there was also remakes of their game that came on the PSP, the PS2, uh, and the PS3. So I didn't know it was on the Master System. Oh yeah, lots of ports. <laughs> oh, the second game was on the Master System as the second, well. The second game, the second game got ported quite a lot too, but not quite as much as the first game. Holy crap! This actually looks good on the Master System. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, the NES version of this game is pretty rare because it came out like pretty late. The, 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 you know, pretty late, like the systems life, uh, the, the, you know, the, you know systems, the systems, the systems uh, uh, lifestyle. But uh, the Master System version almost looks like the SNES version. That's mm. very strange. Yeah. Yeah, the, 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 yeah uh, all the versions got pretty favorably uh, received. The handheld ones being the weakest because, of course, they're for handhelds. But um, the computer versions of the computer versions of the game are kind of considered the, the, uh, the computer versions of the game are kind of um, are universally considered to be the best. Uh, the Amiga. Well, obviously, yeah. you get to use a mouse. Uh, two mouse, uh, two mice in the case of the Amiga. Like you know, the, um, what? Yeah, this game also. Yeah, this game also has like some. The, yeah, this game also has two-player mode, where like where two players can play on the map simultaneously. Um, and, um, and whoever you, know, uh, um, whoever whoever does their does their mission first wins. Uh, the Amiga has support for the, the, the Amiga has support for like dual like dual mice, so the uh, the, 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 the causing hardware conflicts like the PC often uh, like often ran into. So, so the, that is weird. So like the, like the original Amiga, the Amiga version, you can have two people flip the, uh, two people playing simultaneously, uh, like both on a, a mouse. Uh, this game, the Super NES, does not support the mouse, but the sequel, uh, Loving Two Tribes, does. So, because I think this game came out before the mouse was supportive. The, uh, sorry, I think that's right. With the mouse came out with Super NES, which is a shame. I would have liked to play this with the mouse. Yep. <laughs> yeah. This is one of the very first ports of the game. This came out. Uh, this came out in Japan in Japan December in December of ninety one, and came out for the uh, Super NES uh, uh, in, in, North, in North America and, and Europe in the, in the summer ninety two. Uh, the Super NES version of the game was developed. Sorry, the Super NES version of the game was converted and ported over by Sunsoft. I, I don't know if we talked about Sunsoft before in the past. Sunsoft was a major uh, publisher, like in the eighteen nineties. Sunsoft was very good. Yeah, yeah, very big company. A lot of good games uh, like down under their watch. So. Uh, they're also unfortunately no longer around anymore these days. But um, weren't they like bought out or something, or did they just go, go bankrupt? Uh, no, th- no. The current company, Sun Electronics, just shut down the company eventually. That's what it yeah. was, right? So because Sun Electronics is still around, uh, you still have some Sunsoft games being ported to mobile platforms, I think. But uh, you know, by and by, I think that's true. Yeah, yeah. By about the company, yeah. By and by, the company itself is like pretty gone. So, but uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, so Lemmings is so Lemmings real quick as a puzzle game, uh, where basically you are trying to uh, like each mission. The original, the original, the original version of the game had 120 maps. You're trying to you're trying to you're trying to ensure that X number of Lemmings uh, are able to get to the exit uh, in time without like about dying because these Lemmings are quite stupid. They're suicidal. They will blindly walk off the edge of a cliff and kill themselves with no questions asked, unless you actually help them out. So the challenge of the game, yeah. the challenge of the game is the challenge of the game is to try to get them to to get to, uh, to, uh, to go from point A to point B without all dying on you. So uh, like in a very like cutesy, fun, hair pulling, agonizing way uh, way as you go through the game. Uh, that's the game in a nutshell. <laughs> uh, we probably should talk. A, yeah, we probably should talk a little bit about. Lemmings themselves, and where those notion about like being a lemming came from, because uh, the lemming is a uh, like I say, like it's a small rodent that's found do it's found in Arctic regions of uh, the planet. Uh, they're in the same subfamily with like uh, better known creatures like uh, your better known creatures like rats, mice, hamsters, and gerbils. 
And, you know, the Lemming itself is like a, like a small, like, you know, like small, cute, harmless rodent, pretty much, but, um... But they, uh, there was a, uh, you can blame Disney for the popular conception that Lemmings will, uh, you know, Lemmings will blindly walk off a cliff and commit suicide like a mass. Uh, there was a, there was a documentary film that they made in 55 called, uh, White, uh, they called White Wilderness, where they showed Lemmings doing that. Uh, that, that was actually faked. Uh, they actually, like, took Lemmings and forced them off the cliff, uh, pretty much. To create that scene. Wow, that sounds terrible. Yeah, Disney's Disney has some problems, but they um. Hey, let's make a documentary. <laughs> what are we gonna do? I don't know. Throw animals off a cliff. But, yeah. So um uh but yeah and, uh, but yeah that notion about mass suicide there's also what's about uh um uh, they, they, uh for lemmings is also into the she was also into popular culture. Uh, there is a uh, there is a phrase there is a phrase that's used these days like we tell somebody not to be a lemming, but not like you know like actually like going along with the crowd, uh, the crowd, the crowd, the crowd, the crowd, like not doing like something stupid. So, I honestly never heard of that. Oh yeah, you hear it every now and then. Huh. So, but uh, yeah, so uh, there's been numerous uh, articles and books written about the history, the history, the history of lemming. So I'm not going to go into the whole thing right, right here uh, because. Because frankly, if I did, I could go on for hours. But uh, real quick, yeah, no, let's <laughs> let's keep this short. <laughs> but real quick, in a nutshell, the guys, the guys, DMA Design were doing some a uh, testing work uh, using a using paint program for for trying to get a walking a walking routine debug correctly for one of their games. And so they came up with the idea of a guy like walking around smoothly on screen. Somebody had the idea of making a game out of it, and that's how the idea of lemons, you know, lemons that came about. Uh, that's a pretty good idea, though. Yeah. So they made the hair green to make it stand out better, uh, like on the like on the careers of the time, um, mm-hmm. and so yeah, they I mean they look kind of human like. Uh, there are some there are some cutscenes in the game where you actually like see the lemmings and they're actually like full three D painted painted like uh, painted like human like human like appearance. They kind of like have like a strange face of a long nose and a long nose like a simple like in like green like long like long the unitard shirt, so. So yeah, they're kind of cute. Uh, the overall, you know, the overall look of Lemmings, you know, Lemmings, stayed the same over the years. Um, curiously enough, and uh, curious enough, and actually, they didn't know about this. Um, when I was doing research. Like I said, the game was like very, very popular when it came out. Uh, Data East acquired the rights to actually make an arcade version of Lemmings. Uh, oh, which got pretty far in development in development uh, after uh, you up to the prototype stage before it got canceled, unfortunately, uh, because of the because of the. Uh, Financial problems that Dadies was having at the time. But there was one feature that the arcade game introduced, which the guys liked so much that they included in the sequel, uh, the fast-forward feature. Uh, once you, because like one of the small flaws of this game is that after you finish a stage, you just have to like sit there and wait for your lemmings to actually reach the exit stage. Uh, yeah. In the canceled arcade version and in the sequels, there's a fast-forward button, so you can like, click on that after you're done, and you're just gonna like go whoop, like, right to the end. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, if, yeah. If Lemmings had come out, yeah, if Lemmings had come out in the arcade, this uh, arcade, this uh, this would have been only like one of three of three uh, of three games that I'm aware of that started out with that, that started out on the computer and eventually came over like an arcade. They eventually made their way to arcade hardware. Uh, the other two being Pitfall and Choplifter. Right. So. Um, yeah, so pretty much, like I said before, this is a puzzle game. Uh, there are, there are a, uh, uh, the original game, the original game, 120 uh, maps. There was, uh, there was an expansion pack released, released to the computer shortly after this game came out called, called Oh No More Lemmings, that introduced, like, more stages. Uh, most of the, most of the console versions also have, like, special bonuses, uh, bonus stages that are, that are exclusive to that version as well. Uh, the Super NES version, for example, has five special levels, uh, like the end of the game, for a total of 125 levels. Um, so, there's, so, like, so there's three, like, there's three stages, there's four difficulty levels. Um, the, the game tells you, that the, the, the game tells you the start of the stage, what you're trying to do, it tells you, tells you how long you have, if time runs out, uh, uh, it's game over, it tells you how many, how many lemmings are going to be released, uh, there could be as many as 100, there could be as few as one, there's a couple stages, we have like a single lone lemming, you have to like get to safety, and don't think that's, and do not think that's easy, because it's not. <laughs> Uh, but tells you how many lemmings you have to- My favorite part is when I saved 79%, mm, yeah. and I needed to save 80 I know, frustrating. 
Yeah, so it also tells you how many lemons you have to save. Uh, it can be as high as 100%. It can be as low as like 66%. That's the lowest I've ever seen. So... Um, I... No, there, there's one where uh, you have to get at least like 10% in. Oh, that, oh, 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 yeah, you're right. Yeah. Those are like the earlier levels, yeah. though, because it's like, where it's like, use an umbrella on all of them. And it's like, er, okay, well, I got 100%. Thanks. Uh, and it also tells you the game's, uh, the game's default release, play release rate. That's very important also because um, there's a default release late rate that the lemmings will drop out of their hatches. Sometimes, you know, sometimes one hatch, sometimes, and sometimes there's as much as many, you know, sometimes, and, and sometimes there's as many as four hatches. You're doing like some... Can you, can you actually like control that? Uh, you can. You can't make it go down, but you can't make it go up. And in fact, like a, like a fact, it's curved to many stages to, to stages are cranked all the way up to 99 after you're done. Uh, because A, you don't want to, because A, you don't want to sit around and wait for the lemmings to get to, to, get to the exit. B, some stages you have to crank it up because time's so short. And the lemmings are, right. you, you can't leave it a default or you're, um, probably not going to have enough time. So, right. the, the void of, the, the four difficulty groups are appropriately named uh, Fun, Tricky, Taxing, and Mayhem. Uh, which kind of... I like fun ones. <laughs> yeah, I got as far as the beginning of the tricky stages. That's where the game really gets tough. But uh, um, um, yeah, but yeah, I think that the game developers commented on this uh, uh, like their interviews. Uh, I think I think the game does a very great job of like uh, uh, like a very gradual like gradual like gradual good learning. Uh, your learning scale because the first stages the first stages start to start out very gentle they start introducing some of the concepts uh, they introduce to you the different kinds of lemmings and what they can do and that kind of stuff and then finally the, finally they started getting like stages where you're like okay you had to um, okay you have to put these guys together in these concepts, concepts we just taught you the best way a game can the best way a game can press upon stuff upon you is to like show you to how, to how to do it and then actually make you do it yourself. So like those time markets are a great game. It's one of the th- it's one of the reasons that this game did so well because the fact that kids could your know, kids could just start off playing the game at the lowest difficulty levels and levels and get pretty far in it because the game because the game does a very good job of teaching you how to play it uh, accurately. Right, but also like the levels are well made too oh, yeah. because yeah. it's like I, I was like banging my head against the wall for like. It was probably like one or two times, yeah. nothing crazy, but it was like, how do I do this level? And then it just like, I was like, oh, wait, I could just have this guy do this and then everybody can just follow through. There are usually numerous ways to get through a level, but later on, but later in the game, especially in the mayhem difficulty, there's, there, uh, there's only one way to do it uh, successfully. So, um, yeah, some stages, yeah, some stages are very long. Uh, where it's like you have to like scroll around a lot uh, to jump around from place to place. Something you just like the exit's right there on the same screen with you, and you just figure out how to get there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, those short and sweet ones are pretty fun too. So uh, let's talk about the lemmings themselves. Uh, you're uh, they are dumb and they run off cliffs. Yes, yes, that's true. But <laughs> uh, they're very cute. Uh, there are some there are some voice in this game. Very simple voices. Uh, the lemmings will say "Let's go" at this right of stage uh, when you start off, and if you cause one to blow up, blow up, they will go "Oh no!" before like blows up. So, <laughs> yeah. so um, there's there's a uh, there's uh, eight different types. Uh, yeah, yeah, eight different types of lemmings, and you're given certain types of lemmings in each stage. Usually, sometimes sometimes more lemmings than you need to do certain groups, but not always. So you got to like watch that. Um, let me. And you can just simply put the cursor on a lemming, a lemming when you have the appropriate, the appropriate uh, task highlighted. Push the button uh, to assign that task to a lemming. Uh, the tasks are climber. Uh, 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 a lemming, a lemming given this task will climb walls automatically. There's the uh, the floater ability, which will cause the uh, which causes lemming, as George mentioned earlier, to sprout an umbrella, because lemmings lemmings can only survive a drop for a, a drop for a certain height. Uh, but uh, but a lemming with floater, like a floater uh, ability, will can you can survive any, uh, like any uh, any drop. If you combine the two of those abilities, the climber and the floater, uh, they can make an athlete uh, who can go, an athlete who can pretty much go like anywhere on the board, uh, like those abilities. Uh, you have the bomber ability, which causes lemming to blow up. Uh, more about that uh, here in like a little bit. You have the blocker lemming, great for most stages. Uh, he acts like a police guard. He just here, police guard. He basically just like stands there permanently, and will just like stop lemmings from like go, you know, 
uh, uh, like going past it because in most stages you have to like simply like drop lemmings in like an area until you get like one or two lemmings uh, sent out to go take care of the the path to the, the, the path to the exits. Can you order the blockers to stop blocking? There's only two ways to get rid of a blocker. You either have to cause them to blow up, or you can, uh, or to, or if he's on appropriate ground, you can mine under him. Uh, once he loses the ground underneath him, stop blocking. It's like it becomes like a regular lemming oh. again. Okay. So. Because I was just like, because there were levels where it's like, everybody's in except for the blockers, so I can't figure out what to do, so I'm just going to blow them up. Yeah, that's what you got to do like, uh, 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 like in those cases. Uh, that's a shame. <laughs> I wish there was like a way to be like, hey, buddy, we're done. Just, just come over here. <laughs> he gave his life for the cause, so... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, there's the aforementioned miner I just talked about. Uh, miners will dig at a 45 degree angle into the ground, uh, depending upon the uh, like if it's appropriate enough surface, uh, like surface, uh, uh, surface surface for them. There's a digger who will dig. Is it true that miners are also too young to drink alcohol? I have no idea where you're going with that. <laughs> miners, miners. Oh, okay, yes. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I I would not trust these lemmings with alcohol personally because it because they're because they're this dumb to begin with. God knows what they'd be like with uh, booze in their system. <laughs> oh jeez. Uh, there's the there's a digger who like will dig straight down until he's stopped or until he runs to a ground uh, or or surface the like surface like surface or surface surface like surface like we can't dig like anymore. Uh, there's the builder, which is very important. The builder will build staircases, staircases at a, if, if, like a 45 degree angle until he runs out of bricks, which is about like a dozen bricks. Uh, you'll hear him do the last three. He'll make a sound effect for the last three bricks he has. I noticed that like right away for some reason. Yeah. I was like, okay, now I know when to click on him again so he can keep building. And I love the animation when he's done. He's he, he, building, he just shrugs. He just shrugs. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> I think I think that might be because it gives you time to click on him so he can build again, yeah, just yeah. in case you need yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. quick. Yeah. So, but uh, there's also the there's also the uh, there's also the um, uh, the uh, the burrow who will dig a straight tunnel like through uh, uh, like through a surface. So, and I believe it's all eight lemmings. I think I covered like all eight lemmings. Yeah. So, um, so careful use of this. Yeah, so careful use of the lemmings. Uh, it's critical to get through all the stages. There's also there's also no. a, uh, there's also the panic button. Uh, you can pull that button to cause all the lemmings on screen like to go boom. Uh, this is useful. This is useful either when you're done, when you're done and you're okay with the remaining lemmings on the screen to, to blow themselves up, or if you realize you've effed yourself up and you have to like start over again. So the game screen, besides having uh, uh, the icon in the bottom for all those for all those lemmings, and also for the speed up, speed down, uh, release rate, there's also a mini map which you can use to quickly hide, quickly hide, move around from place to place just by putting the um, uh, you know just you know just by putting the, you know, just putting the cursor on it and like pushing a button. It's very uh, 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 it's very handy to it's very handy to warp you around from like every area on the stage. Um, and you also see, for example, you also see on the on the screen the current current job of the lemming currently selected in the cursor block, uh, and also how many lemmings are on screen right now, how many lemmings have been saved, percentage points, and how much time you have left. So it's like pretty easy to get the hang of. Um, I don't like having timers in games. Well, it's appropriate for puzzle game because it's like they don't want to give you like. Is it though? Yeah. Like, uh, I don't. I don't think so. Like, I I would prefer games like these or or just games in general like there are some instances where timers needed sure but i just i don't feel like it's necessary to have a timer for a lot of these games yeah but it wasn't yeah but there's no timer it would take away half the challenge well not really because you have the challenge of trying to figure out how to get your lemmings to the other side or whatever yeah but is it just me um I mean, I understand where you're coming from, but the timer concept doesn't really bother me at all, but, you know... It might just be because I've been playing other games that are not puzzle games that also have timers. <laughs> and they have annoyed me. What is useless on this game is they give you a score, like, for every stage after you're done. It's like, what's the point of that? Well, you, you you brag to your friends if you have the highest score, obviously. Yeah, well, well, it, well <laughs> it's on the cube. I was playing Lemons last night, and I got a million points. Beat that, Jimmy. It's not cumulative. I, I mean, it doesn't carry over from stage to stage. Like, it's only the score for that one stage. 
So I don't know. Maybe it like adds extra gameplay to like, oh, I got like 2,000 points or whatever. Like I got 20,000 points on this level. Let me go for 25. But you can also do the same thing just by saying like, you know, how many you potential lemons you got to safety because that's how it calculates the score. It's just something like it. Uh, like it's a very like easy, easy, easy to figure out fixed point point scale would give you like you know a thousand points for each lemming saved. So it's like well, I tried, Greg. Yeah. Okay, so I tried. Yeah, so the score is kind of useless in this game, but um, it's pretty numbers yeah. on the screen. What's not useless though yeah. is the password. It gives you a, a password. It gives you an eight level eight letter password uh, after each stage. Which is pr- I don't know. It seems pretty useless if you're using save states. Well, yeah. Nowadays you're playing like an emulator <laughs> or, what, or whatnot. I'm saying like back then, um, because like many, um, because many games didn't have batteries. Ba- uh, batteries uh, like this point because of cost reasons. So uh, as, far, as, far, as far as passwords go, it's pretty, uh, passwords go. It's a pretty simple. It's a pretty simple password password system. You only use like four letters, so it's pretty easy. You know, pretty easy to write down. Yeah, thank God passwords evolved into, like, four letters or whatever, mm, and not yep, like, yep. here, have, like, 500 pictures, and then you gotta put in all these letters, but, oh no, some of the letters look the same. Mm. Yeah, not a problem with this one, actually. Yeah. So, that's so, so, uh, like, so this is a good segue to talk about one of the weakest points about this version of the game, unfortunately. Uh, not really... You're not really like a deal breaker, but that's kind of put the game down a little bit compared to the PC versions. Uh, the controls, because anytime you, because anytime you port a PC game to console, you're gonna have problems trying to convert the controls because you have a game, you have a game that they're originally meant to be used with mouse and keyboard, that you're gonna have to operate like a controller instead. So, I mean, Sunsoft tried; they did a pretty good job, but there are some problems with it. So, I'm curious to know if you had the same problems with it that I did, George. Uh. I don't know. I can't think of any problems I've had. Well, the biggest the biggest issue with this is like you know, is like you know uh, the pixel uh, the, you know, the pixel the pixel possession a precision. It's very difficult just like one lemming uh, uh, to highlight to assign a task to uh, like that controller. I didn't have trouble selecting like in that way. It was more of like I'm using a D pad to move a cursor. Yeah, it's clunky. And that. Yeah, that isn't the best. But I, I liked how nice and snappy the um, the UI was because mm. like you, you didn't even have to move the cursor over to what you wanted. You could use, uh, I think it was X and yes, Y yep. to move move that yep. over. So that's that's pretty yes. good. They actually use the extra buttons for something in the game. Yep, I was going to mention that. Like, you know, very good, like, use the buttons, so the buttons here in this game. Because, you, so, because that allows you to very quickly highlight... Highlight various lemmings tasks and have them ready to go, which, which believe me, later on in the game you need. Uh, big right. Uh, you, you could pause the game too anytime you want to to look around and figure things out. You can't assign any tasks to lemmings to lemmings while it's paused. That would be cheating. But you can't. But you can't get the cursor ready to go. So as soon as you like unpause the game, you can assign. Um, uh, 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 you can assign a task to the lemming because later on. The, I like when games do that. Yeah, that's very helpful. Yes. Because later on in the game, when you, when you, when you, later on the game, when you're trying to assign a task to one lemming, the one lemming, a group of like twenty or thirty, good, you know, good luck. You'll need it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because they, uh, yeah. So, so yeah. Minus the minus the inherent issues with like you know trying to give you're, you're trying to map a computer game like over to their uh, console and they um like in the like in the uh and the controller being a bit clunky. I mean. I mean, it, I mean, it works. It's not, it, uh, it, it, it's not ideal, but it's uh, ideal, but it's not like deal breaker either. I mean, at least they tried, and they did a pretty good job of like the hot, pretty good job of the hockey buttons, like whatnot. So, yeah, yeah. Um, also, the um, I think you could use L and R to uh, yes sc- scroll around yep. the uh, the area, but you can, can't you? Can't you also just move the cursor to the edge of the screen and do that yep, too? Yeah, that works too. And, and you can also use the mini map. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, and also like I said before, you, uh, I, you can also use the mini map to hop around quickly if Mary you want to. Oh, okay, yeah. Which is very important. I never did that. Yeah, yeah, which is very important, uh, like like later levels. So, but they, uh, so uh, there is uh, so. Um, so the game operates pretty smoothly. Uh, there is, however, in some stages, 
some stages when there's a hundred lemmings on screen plus also plus plus also plus also fire traps it's pushing the you know, it's pushing the super NES processor to its limits so there's it's like in those stages there's a bit of slowdown unfortunately which uh you know which can't be helped so yeah but yeah but yeah beyond that the game you know, the game operates pretty smoothly like you know the scrolling the scrolling around the scrolling around was fine there uh I really didn't see any jerkiness there may have been like a quick millisecond delay sometimes but not really like that much of a problem I didn't I didn't see any of that yeah. so so uh, what, uh, uh, one of the only things that people commented about this game when it originally came out in 1991 across all the platforms was they felt the graphics and sound were a little bit not utilized to the best of the system's abilities. And that's certainly true here, uh, with this version of the game, too, because the game... But, I mean, that's not yeah. really the main point yeah. of the game. No, it's not. I mean, because the graphic of the game's fine. It's not as good as it could be. They didn't do anything to optimize it for the Super NES hardware, obviously, but, uh, but the Lemmings, but the Lemmings, uh, the Lemmings themselves look fine. I mean, like, I mean, the icons on the bottom of the screen are big enough, are big enough, are big enough to tell easily, like, what's what as far as task or whatnot, so, mm. and there are some cute touches to the graphics. Um, the color choices are a bit curious, I think. Uh, like, you know, like pink walls and that kind of stuff, but, you know, meh. You know, it is what it is. I like how random it is with the, like, landscapes. Like, you know, uh, one level is just like, it's kind of like a normal level or whatever. And then, like, another one's like, you're in hell. And it's like, whoa, okay. <laughs> yes, this game got censored a little bit by Nintendo. Uh, 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 they came over Super NES. So, did it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, a little bit, fortunately. Um, uh, they changed some of these, you know, some of the, you know, some of the themes of some of the levels got, you know, got reworked because Nintendo during this time period was still very, was still very anti-violent, anti-religious, anti pretty much everything uh, with their yeah. games. So it's like... They, they, they were Nintendo yeah. of America. Yeah. That's so, what they were. For example, like for example, one of the levels, you have... For like for example, one of the levels is like a system like a big, like three big numbers, 666, you had to like... Uh, they were the lemmings through, so nope, that had to be changed. So, and it, another lemming um, level had the word death uh, painted on the wall uh, with an arrow pointing toward a trap, and they changed that. You know, they changed the wording of the, the, you know, they changed the wording of, you know, they changed the wording uh, uh, by that level also. Uh, some of the stage names also got. I mean, it's yeah. not lying. Like if they drop in in there, they're gonna die. Oh, oh yeah, of course. But yeah, they just did it. They just didn't want the word in there. So, but they. Uh, so yeah, if you get the changes, also to make it more like family friendly, quote unquote. So I mean, Ugh. you know, little, you know, censorship hurts a little bit, but you know, it doesn't really impact the fun value of the game too much. Uh, this game, no. Yeah. So it's just annoying. Yeah. So I mean, like you know, the graphics, the graphics are fine because, like I said, you know, it, uh, they're very faithful, like they're very faithful looking, looking at the original PC version. Uh, because the well, the Amiga version was the original. The Amiga had the best graphics because the Amiga, the Amiga, I think probably had a better graphic processor overall than Super NES did because it was well because it was a computer. So, but so they toned it down a little bit with Super NES, but still the graphics the graphics do a fine job at least. So, but the uh, music also unfortunately the, uh, unfortunately they didn't do anything to enhance the music because the music because the music the, the music in this game sounds a bit tinny. I thought it really didn't take. They didn't do anything to they didn't do anything to maximize the the hard the sound the sound hardware to make it uh, to you know to better utilize Super NES sound uh, sound chip unfortunately but so but a uh, curious trivia note about the music the, the the original plan was to use sampled sampled the, the original plan was to use like sampled popular music on the game but this was during a time period where companies where companies used to be able to do that uh, really know in the 80s but by the early 90s. Uh, people are starting to take notice and uh, notice of crackdowns were starting to happen in the industry about that. So, decided to go ahead and just use, can just do themes, uh, you know, themes on public domain. So all the music in this game is just remixes like like a popular, a popular classic music that's a, a, a classic music, a classic music that's in the, a classic music, music that's in the popular, you know, popular domain. So, you have, for example, you have the wedding march. You have like you know, like Old McDonald had a farm. Uh, you have like you know, like uh, like going around the mountain. Uh, the Can Can song, it's more like, you know, like, popular, uh, popular blown-up music. Yep. Uh, what do you think of the, so what do you think of the, 
the much. What do you think of the musical? Give the musical like overall, George. Eh. I mean, it's something in the background, but <laughs> it's nothing special. Yeah, I like the songs. The remix of the songs are nice. Uh, some of them repeat. It 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 adds to the game somewhat. Mm. I mean, it's better than having silence. Sure. Yeah, it repeats a little bit too often, I think, though, unfortunately. And some of the you know, some of the music themes are also like very short. I mean, they, um, I mean, they, for example, like they re-loop after like a minute, you know, a minute or so, so you're hearing over and over and over again. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, but yeah, like I said, it sounds a bit tinny on the Super NES, unfortunately, because like I said, it, it's very poured over the PC version. They didn't really PC sound wasn't really that great at this time period, so. Um, you know, Are you sure about that? Well, well, the ad lib, the ad lib was out at this point. The sound blaster, I think, the, the sound blaster, I think, first came out. To, uh, the sound blaster, I think, first came out ninety two. So, uh, that's a little out of my wheelhouse. Yeah, great, great music was coming. It, it was coming. It just had to really wasn't. It wasn't quite there yet at this point. So compared to the Amiga, the Amiga version, the, the Amiga came out of the box like great sound hardware. So that's one of the many pluses that uh, the your know, that computer had. So, um, so yeah. Uh, Sound Blaster came out in 1989. Oh, okay, yeah, that old. Yep. The uh, 1.0, yes. Yeah, no, I didn't have a Sound Blaster yet at this point because it was like, too expensive. Well, what, what was in that 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 area? 91 Sound Blaster. You had Adlib. The Adlib. What else did you have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Adlib is the most popular one. I, I mean, there... did you have like Roland's or was that later? No, uh, no. The Roland MT32 was out. That was a very popular car, okay. but that was also like very expensive. That was like a you know that's like a the five yeah. Yeah, 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 that's like four hundred a four hundred five hundred dollar card. So right, but, right. Yeah, can there feel there like you know special like special high end cards available like available in the market too? So you know, thank God things have yeah, thank God things have become standardized uh, you know since then. So it's so weird that they're still making Sound Blaster cards. Mm, yeah, well, well, it's a very popular yeah popular card. Like speaking about like you know sound uh, yeah speaking about sound 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 effects in this game are great. Uh, you know sound effects. Sound effects are a very important, like important part of the gameplay too. Because, like I said, you know, like we mentioned earlier, uh, the noise, the noise the builders make, the, it's like the last three bricks that they that they laid down is very important. Um, yeah, some of them, uh, some some of those sounds give you some context and it's right. helpful. I love the whole like you know a bomber blowing up part because it's like uh, <laughs> uh, because lemon yeah because lemon counts down. He says, "Oh no!" Like in that voice, he shakes a little bit. And then he goes poof with like that, you know, like uh, you know, the sound effect, and he blows up in a pretty graphic manner. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, bits and pieces everywhere. It throws, yeah, it throws, yeah, it, yeah, it throws parts of him halfway across the screen. It's, um, but yeah, it's not. So yeah, it's probably a good thing the graphic resolution not is not high quality because that'd be like pretty. I'm surprised Nintendo didn't uh, try to censor that. Well, well, there's no blood, uh, blood actually being shown. No, so it's but like... I mean, I mean, a creature is getting all parts of its body scattered across <laughs> the screen because it exploded. <laughs> Yeah, and bombing is very important. To, and bombing is very important. It's like some later, like, like some later areas of the game too. Like, like the, there are stages. There are some stages, stages where you have to like carefully time, carefully time the countdown of bombers to blow up uh, to make an opening, uh, an, open, an opening through a brick wall because you have no builders, uh, uh, like are tunnels. So it's like the only way you can get through, like, like the sending lemmies out to suicide bomb themselves to make a way. So. Yeah, the game gets yeah, yeah 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 the game gets very difficult later on with some of the challenges it has to do for you. Um, speaking about that, level design is level design to level design in this game I think is a mixed bag because you mentioned earlier that the game does a pretty good job of making creative ways to get through levels and they do. Um, the problem I have with the game is that is that you know it, it, you know and you know I understand why this happens because because of course you know, 120 levels. How many original ideas can you have? A lot of the concepts and ideas are recycled uh, quite a lot in this game. Uh, for example, like for example, you may see the same stage later on, your twenty third stages later on, except this time there's just like one extra twist to it or one extra like difficulty. It's like it's like it's like <laughs> there's one really tall wall. Yeah, it's like been there, done that already. So yeah, so yeah, level design, level design is uniformly uniformly considered to be better in the sequel. Uh, you know, let me two tribes. Oh, okay. uh, you know, everybody considers that game has like better level design, but yeah, I mean, like you know, I understand why it is because this game, because this game was put together by like 
four people, five people pretty much. So it's like you can only have somebody with like original ideas. So, but, right. but, uh, yeah, you know, like understanding that, you know, the levels, you know, the levels are very varied at least. I will give it that much. And, you know, there are, and, you know, like I said, there are numerous ways to get through most levels. Some, some you know, some of the, you know, some of the very difficult levels, uh, because I, because like I said, I, I got to about like stage 33 before I had to quit. Um, um, I did watch a, a let's play though of the whole game, and some of those, some of those, you know, some of those later levels are brutal. There's only like yeah. there's, you need to be pixel perfect precision. You, you need to memorize how many how many steps this lemming takes before he digs. How powerful this lemming this lemming this lemming digs before he has to stop. How many. You have to multitask back and forth furiously, which like uh, uh, furiously. I don't like when puzzle games get that. Deep. Yeah, it gets very devious. <laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy, dude. So it gets very tough, and like I said, there's five special levels levels in, levels in levels 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 in this game, which are called the Sunsoft levels, which are which are really really difficult. Uh, being the last like five, uh, I mean five, you know, like being the last like five levels of the game. So, but um. Uh, yeah, so uh, the franchise, like I said, uh, this game was very, very popular when it came out. Uh, which, uh, um, so like no, like no surprise that it spawned a sequel. Um, oh, there was also a two-player option. We talked about that. Uh, uh, we talked about that like a little bit uh, before earlier. Uh, the Super Nintendo version of the game does include that, also by the way. Um, uh, Populous, the game we covered before, George was also one of the inspirations. Yes. Inspirations like the two-player option of this game. So okay. Um, so, um, let's see here. Uh, 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 there was also the, there was also Holiday Lemmings uh, series of short games that was released between ninety one ninety four. Just that they're new stages, but of course, like you know, like Christmas themed. So uh, that's the main difference. Like uh, 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 the main difference, the main difference, like of that. Um, Watch your lemmings die <laughs> on Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. So, um, so yeah, uh, the game was so popular enough that besides the expansion pack, uh, like Oh No More Lemmings and the Christmas Lemming Short Games, there was Lemmings Two of the Tribes that came out in 1993, uh, All New World of Lemmings and uh, Lemmings Lemmings in 1994, 3D Lemmings in 1995, and Lemmings Revolution 2000. Um, so there was also there's also a couple of spin-off games made, The Adventures of Lomax. Uh, Lomax uh, like is one of the Characters from the Lemmings games, in the, uh, like in the later games, and also curiously enough, a Lemmings paintball game, which sounds very funky. <laughs> that sounds weird. Um, so, um, and there, uh, and like I said before, there was a more recent year. Sony also, Sony did make remakes of Lemmings for the P, uh, like the, you know, like the PSP, the PS2, and the PS3. So, the franchise is still kind of semi-around. I mean, I guess Sony's, Sony has done anything with it recently, but, you know, they are still, like, doing something with the franchise at least. So, um, there was a bunch of... I mean, there have been, like, clones that have come out in oh, recent years. yeah. Yeah, and there were clones back then, too. Uh, many, many clones. Oh, of course. Uh, the Humans, for example, was another, like, popular, uh, 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 I mean, popular, popular clone game, uh, uh, which was, uh, uh, which also inspired... Uh, the Lost Vikings, uh, like in the, uh, you know, like in the later years after that, and Blizzard's Blizzard's also quoted, uh, and Blizzard's also on the record of saying of saying that it was also like inspiration, like for like Warcraft, uh, because because uh, because uh, they because they argue and some people agree that let means let means is kind of a predecessor like the modern real time strategy game. I mean, there's yeah, which is really weird. I, I mean, I can see that. There's, I see that there are aspects to this, uh, like most games. So, um, but they, uh, and and uh, this quote I found in research is great uh, because it's uh, great because it kind of shows the whole addictive, uh, your addictive nature of the game. Uh, there was a warning on the box, by the way, uh, right in the front of the box that says like, "Warning: We're not responsible for loss of sanity, loss of hair, and loss of sleep." <laughs> uh, and t- um, so, like, famous sci-fi author uh, uh, Terry Pratchett, uh, a British sci-fi author. Um, I'm not sure you've heard about the heard about the guy, but uh, no. Uh, one of his books, he had an army of golems uh, that was controlled in the fashion represent- 
uh, reminiscent of the Lemmings uh, Slate user interface. And so, and so when people reading the book saw that and asked, and asked about it, Slate like of its connection, uh, Pratchett, Joe Pratchett responded, uh, quote, merely because the Red Army can fight, dig, march, march, climb, and climb and is controlled by little icons? Can't imagine how anyone thought that. Not only... So not only, did, not only did I wipe the lemmings from my hard drive, I wrote so I couldn't get it back. <laughs> That's a sign of an addiction right there. <laughs> All right. I'm so addicted to the game. I had uh, a game. I not, I, you know, I, you know, I not only have to delete the game from my delete the game from my computer. I, you know, I, uh, I you know, I also got to overwrite that sucker so, uh, so I couldn't get it back. <laughs> right. Right. Uh so yeah, that's that's that yeah, that's pretty funny because this game's because this game still is considered to be yeah, this game still held up in very high regard today. Um, let me let me see the Amiga uh, first day of release, which back in 1991 was very impressive. Fifty-five thousand copies sold during the very first day. So uh, their their estimates their estimates that between the their, their estimates that between like when the game came out to now across all platforms and all ports. The games, the, the games sold over twenty million copies worldwide. Wow. Uh, there's, uh, there's also uh, uh, the games also. You know, the Super NES version of the game also scored pretty highly when it came out back then. Uh, there's numerous awards uh, that the game's gotten over the years. Uh, Amiga Power called it. Amiga Power called it. Called it. Called it the second best. The second best Amiga game of all time. Mega, which was the popular British magazine, called it called it called it called it the 23rd best game of all time. Computer Gaming World, uh, Computer Gaming World, called it called it the 12th best game of all time. Uh, Edge, more recently in 2007, called it called it the 82nd best game of all time. Um, and Next Generation 1996 called it the 8th, the 8th best game of all time. So, lots of love for this game like over the years. Wow. So yeah, yeah, and I can see it. You know, like it's been argued that the it's been argued that Lemmings is probably the most popular for a puzzle puzzle franchise, uh, right next to Tetris. So that's pretty high praise indeed. Right. So uh, yeah, so uh, as a puzzle game, I mean, I mean, there are platformer aspects to the game. It's not like pure puzzle because there are because there are some times that it, because there are some parts of the game that depend entirely upon reflexes. And quick action and quick action and moving from and moving from you, uh, but the game primarily a puzzle game. You know, I'd probably say so. And like, yeah, I get frustrated with the game because the first with the game eventually, eventually, eventually because I don't do very well puzzle games. Like even though I like them, I really have I really have a love hate relationship with puzzle games as I mentioned before in the past in the podcast. But yeah, it's a fun yeah. game. Uh, um, it's uh, it's very cute. You get mad elements of times like being stupid. Um, <coughs> <coughs> But it's also very challenging trying to figure out how to how to get to lemmings of safety, the safety like you just, uh, safety like you just, like no stage. So there's a lot of variety, a variety, a variety uh, like in this game. And the Super NES version of the game holds up pretty well to this day, I think. Uh, when you get used to the controls, uh, the game uh, uh, the game is a very good port of the game. Sunsoft, I thought, uh, uh, I thought did a really good job of porting the game over like the PC. So um, you know, like a no, only having the mouse support is the only thing that's really holding it back, which the sequel takes care of. We'll have to, we'll have to cut the sequel at some point in the future. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so if you like puzzle games, somehow, puzzle games, somehow miss this one, uh, I, I definitely recommend, uh, I definitely, so I definitely, you know, you know, by all means, play it. Um, like I said before, all the console versions, are pr- like all the ports of this game are, hold up pretty well, uh, but the Super NES version of the game was going to be the, you know, Super NES version of the game was rated to be as one of the uh, as one of the uh, it was one of the five best uh, ports the ports of this game. Generally speaking, some of the most mag- some of the mag- one of the magazines rated the five best versions of Lemmings being the original Mega, the PC, the Atari ST, Super NES, and curiously enough, the 3DO version also got very very high marks. So, but uh, which is good because the 3DO doesn't really have a lot of like great must. Uh, you know, must play games on it anymore these days. So, anymore? Did it have it before? It did. Yeah, there was some like very like you know, um, 
uh, like some very like uh, yeah, there was some there was some exclusive exclusive version exclusive exclusive games to the, to the system back when it came out. And there was also a, and, 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 and there was also and there was also, also some ports that were said to be the you know, the must have the must have the must have version uh, 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 of the game to play. Uh, we mentioned this briefly in our last uh, PlayStation PlayStation Power podcast, George. The need, the, the need for Speed franchise started out just started on 3DO. Um, yes, it did. Star Control 2 had a great remake on 3DO that only recently became available on the PC. Uh, the Doom version, the, the, the Doom port on 3DO is was thought of you was thought like very highly. Um, and some other like you know like very good games out there too for it. So. But anyway, uh, so so uh, what do you think about this game, like overall, George? Um, you know, did you I thought it was a cool game, but uh, I'm not crazy about it. But it was it was definitely interesting going through it and play, uh, playing all the levels and seeing how everything works and whatnot. Uh, probably not really going to go back to it, but it was an interesting thing to take a look at uh, while we were covering this. Yeah, that's because yeah, that's because you're not really like a huge puzzle fan, right? Eh, it depends on like, it depends on what it is. You know, I, I like a good Tetris. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, like, so, like, so, I think you and I are pretty much in agreement. Agreement of uh, the podcast as to what we thought the best, you know, the best, the weakest parts, the weakest parts about the game was. was there, yeah. Was, was there anything about the game you really liked or disliked based upon uh, that we haven't covered already? When the lemmings explode, they explode into a million pieces. That's a great animation. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's yeah, that yeah, that's very cute. That never gets old. <laughs> right. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah. So Lemmings, fun game. Uh, so even though yeah, so even though a puzzle fan, definitely worth like checking out. So just keep in mind, the Lemmings do not do this in real life. Thank God. Are you sure they don't explode into a million pieces? I don't. They, I, I, I'm not sure about that. But they dip. Uh, no, no, not sure about that. Uh, not sure about that. But they definitely don't. But definitely, definitely you're not dumb enough to commit mass suicide like they do in this game. Maybe, maybe we're gonna uncover some hidden footage from Disney where they, put, <laughs> they stuck dynamite in the in the lemmings' mouths or something, and like, look, they explode too. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, on anyway, on that cheering <laughs> note. Um, <laughs> Uh, thank you very much for listening to this podcast as always and uh, always and thank you again to Chad for uh, backing us on Patreon and for and for uh, and for suggesting that we play this game well actually yeah, he thank you. requested we play this game how about that for he demanded choice? he demanded <laughs> um, if you want to so like, if you want to be cool like Chad you can also back us on Patreon I do <laughs> uh, you can find us at the um uh, What's the what's the link again? Shoot, I know that George changed. <laughs> Patreon, yeah, pa- yeah, Patreon links suck. Uh, we, you can, so you can find us at patreon.com forward slash um, uh, forward slash SNES podcast. Uh, we can back us for as little, you know, back us for as like a little, like for as dollar a month. Um, if you get that dollar a month, you get a shout out on the podcast. So besides, so besides George, uh, we would also. Yo, we'd also at this point uh, also like also like to like to you mean th- besides Chad? Yes, sorry, I said that wrong, didn't I? <laughs> you said my name. I did say your name. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean you're, I mean you're special too, but uh, I'm backing in spirit. But uh, but uh, this, but uh, besides Chad, we also uh, beyond Chad, we also want to thank uh, Richard Valdez uh, very much. For, uh, thank you very much for being a sponsor. So thank you, Richard. Um, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, we have a uh, we have a page on there. We can uh, like, comment, us, uh, um, uh, have questions, uh, make suggestions like other games, uh, that kind of stuff. So, oh, I almost forgot to mention um, uh, codes on eBay. Uh, there is one code for this game. Uh, you there, uh, uh, you can access uh, if you want to. You can access access the sound test, the sound effects and music on the house screen uh, by holding select and then hit start. Um, huh. This game, this game, you know, this game's very popular, so it's so it's pretty cheap on eBay. All the all the all the all the all the all the considered for Super NES games. 61, yeah. 67 copies currently listed. Fifty-one copies are recently recently sold. Card only. Your card only. These prices include shipping. Can range from seven fifty to seven fifty to twenty dollars. 
So that's not that bad. No, the game's the game's no. the game's the game's definitely worth like seven fifty. So yeah, two copies of the game recently sold CIB. One for one for one for one thirty dollars fifty cents, and one three, uh, and one just like one thirty, one for three, one for three, one for thirty six dollars fifty cents. And George, your favorite, this game originally also came with a poster. Ooh. Yeah. And there's also and there's also and there's also a factory sealed copy of the game that recently uh, also like recently sold on eBay. Uh, hundred ninety dollars. What's what's on the poster? What you, what you gonna do when the lemmings come for you? Just the. It's just a poster. It's just a poster. A poster. A poster like original, like the uh, uh, like PC box cover. Okay. So, I'm I'm st- I'm st- I mean, like Stone has, I mean, I'm st- I mean, nice to include. So, um, yeah. So besides Patreon and eBay, you uh, uh, uh sorry, uh, besides yeah, uh, beyond Patreon and Facebook, you can also find us uh, on, on iTunes. We can give us. You a- can find us on eBay. Uh, no, well, I'm selling gray. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you can also email me directly if you want to at the SNES podcast at yahoo.com uh, George where can we uh, where can people find you and Kim what are the podcasts you do oh boy well I do Master System Masterpieces where uh, I cover Master System games with my co-host um, we, do we really cover the games I don't even know we talk about stuff <laughs> we talk <laughs> well I think the the most on point episode recently was the Ninja Gaiden episode that uh, you were a part of. But right. Yeah, we talked. I think yeah, last episode we talked about air conditioners and ovens becoming one one complete entity. Interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, Greg and I also do PlayStation Power, where we cover PlayStation, PlayStation Two, uh, and PSP games. Yes, we do. And, uh, yeah, 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 we do. And, uh, well, where you can find me, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, that would be at Mr. Chief at M-I-S-T-U-R-C-H-E-E-F. And, uh, if you're interested, uh, I stream on Twitch. Uh, I haven't really done SNES or Master System or anything like that, but, uh, I play, I do play some old games, you know, it might be PlayStation, PlayStation 2, but, uh, sometimes I play newer games too. Hey, look at that. But uh, you could go to twitch.tv slash MrChief, same name, same spelling as my Twitter. That's about it. Cool. So coming up, so coming up next to the podcast, I'm very, very uh, like proud about this. Uh, we're having our special 100, 100th episode. Um, oh, jeez. Which should be a lot of fun. Uh, we're doing... Uh, we're going to be doing a game draft, a game draft episode, which some other like great podcasts have done in recent years. Um, and we have so many, so many guest hosts tentatively, tentatively lined up for this. We're going to have to correct recording this like in two sessions. So uh, you're going to get like one episode and two, one episode first, and, and then two weeks later get another episode. So it's like to be like to be 100, 100 part A and 100 part B. So just to go over the idea. Of the draft, how it works, real, how, it, how it works, real quick. Uh, so real quick, it operates in the same premise, uh, premise, premise, premise like a sports draft. Uh, we're going to be randomly, randomly assigning order at the start of the podcast for the order of everybody, and each, each person will take a turn picking one of their favorite games for the system, uh, and we'll go around in a circle until we've picked. Uh, like we picked a number of games, four or five games. It hasn't really been determined yet how many, like how many games. Uh, there's still a level, there's still a couple of final details to work out. But and games, and games once picked, no, uh, and games once picked cannot be picked by cannot be picked by anybody else. So the people, like the people who are in episode B, will not be able to pick a games for uh, pick games like in episode A either, for example. Um, and and all imports are allowed, all homebrews are allowed. Uh, it just the, just the illegal, the illegal, the illegal hacks and uh, um, and you know power copies of games and whatnot, or other like the restrictions, restrictions of games which are not allowed. So tentatively at this point, the lineup of the episodes, this is subject to change. I have to be very careful like about saying that, but as of right now, tentatively planned to be with us in those episodes. Uh, the first episode, we're supposed to have. Uh, uh, Nick, like from the uh, many great uh, pinball podcasts that he does. Uh, Aaron from Retro Obscura. Uh, Phil, uh, the No Square Gamer, uh, who does like a great show, uh, 
like just like a great like a channel like YouTube, uh, and Will from the Intellivision podcast. Uh, planning for the second episode, we have Chris and Dan from the Stone Age Gamer podcast, and uh, you know, you like another like great podcast that they do over there, like over there, you like the network. Uh, Willie have numerous podcasts. Uh, I thought Willie has cut down on their uh, cut, cut down cut down the fun number of podcasts he's done recently. So he's going on a diet. Yeah, he, yeah. He also does Arcade USA on YouTube, which is also like a great channel. Uh, and Ferg uh, from the Twenty Six Hundred Game by Game podcast. So should be a lot of fun. Uh, five five or six people in a podcast going to be a challenge. So <laughs> is it though? I the most the most the most people the most people the most people I've ever heard in a podcast is five. And, you know, that's like very rare. So could be could be challenged. We're gonna have to. Well, we've we've also done it on an episode of PlayStation Power. That's true. We did yes, but you and know it was it was interesting. But yeah, we didn't have yeah we didn't have five people there for the whole podcast uh, pod, podcast though. So no, we did. No, somebody dropped out like pretty soon. Well, well I mean half. No. Got, well, I mean halfway half. You halfway, you halfway, or halfway, or two thirds, uh, or two thirds like the episode. Like had to go. No. Uh, pretty sure. No. Uh, we will, we will have to go back and listen, you know, listen to tapes and stuff. You know, was later on. So <laughs> I already know, Greg. <laughs> well, I'm saying about my guns, but we'll talk about that later on. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna edit this out. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. But yeah, that's fine. So, anyway, uh, so yeah, stay tuned for that. Should be a lot of fun. Um, you know, I expect there'd be some very uh, surprise picks to, to, to surprise picks to turn up in the turn up turn up those episodes too. I mean, I'm, I mean, I know for a fact I'm, I know for a fact I'm going to select the game, but I highly doubt anybody else has played probably. So, because I love the game to death. Super but, Mario Brothers. Uh, All Star. Uh, that 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 may be that may, that may be taken by somebody because that's a very good port. Super Super Mario Brothers. Could be, but. We'll have, to, uh, we'll have to wait and find out, won't we? So, <laughs> But anyway, uh, thank you again always for listening to the podcast. We very, much pre- we very much appreciate your support. And remember, don't be a lemming. Think about things in real life and don't be a follow the crowd type. Be different. Be I had something I wanted to say at the end, but then I forgot what it was. That's okay. <laughs> uh, goodbye, all. Take care. Uh, uh, bye. <laughs>